Welcome to the Dandemonium Podcast. It has been a little bit, folks, and my apologies for that. I get busy. Life gets busy sometimes, you know what I mean? But this is said to be episode 51, I believe it is. And I thank you all for tuning in. As far as I last mentioned, I wanted to get through my experiences and give you a rundown of my time in Austin, Texas. This was a trip. It's starting to get stale, folks. This is a trip that I made like two months ago. And uh, we're getting to a time where it starts becoming a little bit stale. You know, I got to tell the story. I got to get it out well it's still like every day my memory doesn't serve me correctly so if I stop or I'm like wait no it was this please forgive me it's already been two months and uh, we'll see how it goes but I thank you all and I feel a little bit rusty here but I'm I'm loose it's a what the hell day is it it's Sunday It's a no-shower Sunday. I will shower before the day's up. I guarantee you that. If you want to write in the comments and just remind me or ask questions, hey, Dan, did you shower today? Did you say you said you were going to shower? Did you shower? Question mark. Oh, man. It's a rough road, man. It's a rough. Every day is a grind, okay? All right, sometimes I shower, sometimes I don't. I'll always brush my teeth. Anywho, so it's a Sunday evening and episode 51. I am going to give you a rundown of Austin, Texas. My trip to Austin and Dallas, just Texas kind of in general. And uh, we'll see how it goes. I wanted to incorporate some VR video that didn't go so well. I re- I had a whole set of recordings lined up, and it was in an incorrect format, which wouldn't display as well as the other format. And once I know one better format, I can't use the lesser format. Okay, so I got to, it's either go big or go home, mother effers, MFers. And uh, I choose to go big. Go big. Just if you're gonna do it, do that shit. Put the effort in to like make it worth it, and do it the best that you can. That's the only thing that uh, I can say. As far as Austin, uh, I did try to make that the best that I could. Okay, and I'm gonna try and give you because it's been a little bit. Again, I feel rusty. I feel like this is gonna turn out like shit, but ain't nothing to it but to do it, folks. Just fucking, if you've been thinking about it, just do it. Just who cares if it's shitty? Don't let that negativity in your brain get the better of you. You gotta you gotta stand up and you gotta be like, no, this is LEPs. This is some life experience points right here. Not only that, it's gonna show me something. It's gonna show me what to do and if not, what not to do. And either way, it's a good thing. It's something to learn from and just progress your 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 knowledge, your experience, and your life. And uh, it keeps you going, keeps you pushing forward. That's something that you can reflect upon later and say, this sucked or this was cool. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But the point is that you did it, right? You tried it, you did it. And that's a good thing. So... 
My whole point of visiting Texas, right? Texas, I hear a lot of talk about Texas. Austin, Texas in particular is becoming a prime time location, a nationwide hotspot for comedy. And comedy is a good thing. Comedy is, I, I enjoy comedy very much. And uh, so I was like, man, I hear so much talk about Texas and just like even Florida, Texas, and not to bring up politics and whatnot in the podcast too much, but you can't deny the fact that politics is definitely ingrained and it's also a part of the state. Um, and there's different types of politics. You got the statewide politics and the state functions as per statewide laws. And then you got the federal, which is the overall, the nationwide, the this and that's. Uh, so you got federal laws, you got statewide laws. So there is becoming a greater, uh, an exacerbation, if you will, of uh, where people want to live as far as the state, what the state represents, state laws and whatnot. Um, and then you always got the federal. So doesn't matter what state you're in, there's always a federal law. Um, but anywho, so I wanted to visit Texas. Texas is uh, typically known as a Republican state. I don't like to be like red or blue or this or that. Like there's no just fucking don't get crazy with some shit. If there is any state that is looking to just appease and fulfill the ideologies of this woke culture um, that is infesting in, it's like the the small minority are bringing out, uh, making their little uh, voices (laughs) the loudest uh, in this time. And I don't feel like it's a good thing. I feel like I personally would like to live in a state that represents my thoughts and values and it doesn't mean like I'm not again, I'm not if I'm if I consider myself a Republican or a conservative or whatever or red, uh, you know, and somebody else is going to be like, you're racist. You know what? I got a big middle finger to hold up to you because you don't know me. I'm not a racist. I just. Unfortunately, we have to pick sides. Right. When it comes down to this or that, because you're either this or you're that you either have hold more of the values of this side or that side. And whatever side, whatever values, whatever you deemed, uh, you know, important to yourself and personal, that's on you. The only time that I have a problem with it is when you start digging the heels into the no I feel this way, so now you have to react that way. Or if there's, when you start enforcing your ideology upon the rest of the people, it doesn't matter. Everybody can live their life peacefully, however the hell you want to. It's a beautiful, that's what we have. That's the great part of this country that we have right now, is you can do whatever you want. But when people start to have a problem with it is when people start to inflect their ideology and deem that you abide. You, 
it's very sketchy. It's very sketchy. It's very, uh, I don't think it's right. I wouldn't, in my, in my daily life, in my trying to live out my daily life and just, just be a person, be a, a contributing citizen of the United States of America, I don't care what state, what ideology, what left or right uh, position you hold or think you hold or you say this is better, this is it. We're all human beings in this race of life, okay? And there's a and and where am I ultimately going to go with that, right? Because that's a broad spectrum, right? We're beings in this uh, race of life. Yeah, great, great fucking. I turn right, and then it fucking anywho, anywho. I guess what I'm trying to say is when you start trying to enforce your specific ideology on anybody, and that's where I was going with that. Like, I have a certain way of thinking. I don't expect that other people to think this way. I don't expect or demand that other people clean my shoes in respect for uh, any sort of, you know, I pay taxes. Why don't why shouldn't there be some, you know, uh, I don't I don't know. I don't know, people. All right. I'm a little rusty. Sorry, I'm just getting back to this. So let let that be said, I got my voice out in that regard, in that respect. Now, let me tell you about Austin a little bit. OK, Austin, Texas was a good time. All right. Before I made the trip, I had set specific reservations for certain hotels. Uh, specifically, it was the Cambria. Uh, well, the first stop was in Paris, Texas. So I've been to Paris, Texas. And uh, then after that, it was the Cambria Hotel out there in the airport, Cambria, right in southern, uh, a little bit south Austin, south downtown Austin. And then after that, I changed the schedule here and there. But then the other one was like around uh, Plano Fri slash Frisco. Also another Cambria Hotel. And the reason that I picked that, right, is because they had a restaurant in the hotel. That's one of the things. So this is a little preface to the trip. The, the last time that I went anywhere was uh, Asheville, North Carolina. And that was in 2019, about the same time. So I haven't traveled in three years. Okay, my Asheville, North Carolina trip was a road trip. Uh, and the whole Texas trip was a road trip. It was good. I am the most calm when I am doing 80 miles an hour on an interstate. Just blazing through cities. Blazing through states. Made it to Paris, Texas in one day. And that was a little comfort suites, hotel, inn, and whatnot. Uh, I don't think they had a restaurant or whatever, but I was specifically looking. I wanted convenience in this trip. I haven't traveled in three years, and it's my time to shine. I want to live in luxury, and Cambria Hotel seemed like a good hotel, and it was a good hotel. I didn't try the restaurants even. I was too busy to even try the restaurant at the Cambria the whole time. But I stayed at two different Cambrias. So 
not much to say about Paris, Texas, uh, other than uh, by the time we got to the hotel, it was probably 10, 1030, uh, a little bit late. Like I, I wasn't looking forward to swimming. It was just a place to rest your head, like wake up, get a little breakfast maybe, which I didn't even get the breakfast, but there was breakfast. And uh, yeah, do what you will. So it was trekking the next day. And then that was to Austin, Texas. And here's where we get to Austin. This podcast has been over two weeks due, two months due. The le- when I traveled to Austin, it was about two months ago. And it was a time. Okay. I listened to the Joe Rogan podcast, and he's supposedly uh, a, a, in the least, we'll have to say he's a huge spark in the comedy culture that is to be created around Austin. Okay. And that is Joe Rogan. And there's another podcast that I listen to, and that is Kill Tony Podcast. It's the number one live comedy podcast to date he's been doing it for 10 years plus or some shit like that and it is amazing they give anybody the chance to sign up you put your name in a bucket you sign up you put your name in a bucket and you have a chance whether you are on the beginner intermediate novice uh spectrum of comedy it doesn't matter like if you got material you think and you have the the goal to sign up to do a one minute spot this is 60 seconds of comedy or whatever it's supposed to be comedy or whatever you do and then there's an interview afterwards so the only thing that i could suggest if you want to get familiar with what i'm talking about is the kill tony podcast on youtube They might be on other platforms as well, but YouTube has a video. I do know that. That's where I watch it, and it's a good time. So in my time in Austin, I'm like, okay, here's uh, Kill Tony is uh, uh, takes place at the Vulcan Gas Company, and this is off Sixth Street in Austin, Texas. And I was like, man, they are supposed to be sold out for like the past six months, the next six months. Okay, not the past six months, but like from now till the next six months. And I'm like, it was a spontaneous trip. We set this up like, okay, I'm going to be traveling. I want to go through these dates and I'm going to make sure that it's a Monday because that's when Kill Tony takes place at the Vulcan Gas Company in Austin, Texas, off of 6th Street. Okay, and then uh, so I managed to get there was one table left. There was like three seats that were available. It was at various tables. You can reserve a full table of four or if you have just whatever's available. So the only thing that was available, it was like $26, maybe some convenience charges and whatnot. It was less than 30 bucks, and I managed to find a spot. And I was like, this is the Monday that I am going to I'm going to go here. I'm going to experience it live. I'm going to see. I watch it every week on YouTube. I'm going to go there and be able to experience it. It was amazing. All right. This So this show is supposed to start about 8 o'clock on a Monday. 
I get there's a lot of things about Austin that I want to explain. Maybe I'll get that to that in a different episode. But I want to get through Austin and the Kill Tony experience specifically. All right. And uh, the show is supposed to start about 8 o'clock. And I got there a little bit early. There was a line, you know, I don't know, it was a few few establishments away, you know, a few storefronts away. The line was just boop, boop, boop. And uh, I got there a little bit early, maybe about 7.10, 7.15, and maybe it was about 7.30, 7.40 that they started letting people in. And uh, I'm waiting in this line, and before you get in there, they put your cell phone in a, I think it's called a yonder bag or some shit, where you can't take pictures, it's locked up, basically. You can't take video, you can't take photos, whatever. But that's beside the point. I didn't care about that. I had to I had to reschedule my Uber because I'm like, I think it ends at like 10. I wanted to have some time. I didn't want to feel rushed with the Uber. So I went back outside, rescheduled the Uber. But anyways, I get in there about 7.30, 7.40. And I'm like, man, I'm here. I'm in Austin, Texas. I'm at the Vulcan Gas Company. I walk in. The place is dead. All right, you got a nice bar. As soon as you walk into the doors, you like move over a little bit and there's like stairs and stuff. So when you walk in, it kind of horseshoes out. All right, so then I take the right side. There's a bar that is part of that horseshoe. And then just beyond that, you got the, ta- you got the stage. And then there's tables, obviously, around that. And I walk in there, there's barely anybody in this place, right? But I walk in there, and there's uh, the the host of the Kill Tony podcast, Tony Hedgecliffe, and he's playing the drums. There's nobody on stage, right? It's just Tony Hedgecliffe playing the drums. Nobody's around the bar. Nobody's in their seats. This is way too early for everybody. But I get in so early, I order a rum and a Coke. And I'm like, well, I'm here. I'm here alone. This is what I'm going to do. And I just order a drink, and I'm like, I'm going to scope it out. I'm going to find my seat. I'm going to see what's going on, get the lay of the land, all that good stuff. And I walk in, and I am just like on the lower level, center stage, and to my left, stage right, there's Tony Hengcliffe just playing the drums, all right? And there's, and he got, he got one other person on stage, and that's Michael Gonzalez. He's got a computer in front of him. They're playing some music. Michael Gonzalez is the, uh, he is the drummer, all right, he's also in a band, and they got a sponsor, the peanut butter, screwball, whiskey, whatever it is. And But he's the drummer that plays, and he's in a, it's a legit band. Everybody that is on stage is a legit band or comedian or whatever. So Tony Hinchcliffe, he's just playing the drums. I couldn't remember what the fuck. It's already been two months, and I forgot what the fuck song it was, right? But it was a nice rock and roll iconic song. God damn it. I should remember. And I'm watching him play the drums. And then, like, uh, uh, Michael Gonzalez, he's he's at the table where all the guests and Tony Hinchcliffe and all that, all the shit takes place. 
He's at the table with the computer. He's playing. He's listening to the drums. He's basically teaching Tony Hinchcliffe. And like Tony made a, a false move. He'd like look over like, uh, uh, I heard that. That ain't right. Because he's a drummer. He's got an ear for this shit. Anyways, let me move on. So I walk upstairs. I'm like, that was awesome. You know, he gets off stage. I'm the only person on the outskirts of the stage. I got my drink. I'm just like, ah, chilling, chilling. At the same time, I'm seeing a lot of, I'm seeing Red Band. I'm seeing, uh, I saw Michael Gonzalez pass around a few times. I ended up seeing Deep Madness, the bass player, the blind bass player. Awesome dude, funny as hell. Uh, and then I forgot who the, the keyboard artist is, uh, but I didn't really see him, but I saw other personalities that have made their way on the Kill Tony stage and did their 60 seconds of comedy with the interview and all that. Uh, so it was a great experience. So I find my table, I'm at table 66. Now there was only three to four seats left, but so they were shitty it was like the back, back seats of the balcony, and then there was another layer of seats, and then there was the balcony. So it, it wasn't terrible because they had they had a, a huge TV screen projector on the center above the stage. They had other TVs, but I'm there to live the real-life experience. I don't want to be watching this shit on TV, Right? So I'm at table 66 on the balcony in the back. There's obstructed view. I can't see what's going on. I got to, but the only good thing is I'm at the end. So at the end, there was a wall where there's like some bathrooms and this and that, but there was a wall with a TV that was live showing what was going on on stage. So everybody, everybody, I'm at the end and everybody was like, including myself, watching at the TV. And I'm like, I'm here live. I want to see these people in person. I can hear it. It's definitely a different experience hearing it live than it is hearing it on YouTube through your speaker because it's a, it's a recording. And um, long story short, so I'm at table 66. The show hasn't even started yet. I feel like it's 8 o'clock feels like it's 8.30. It's like, are we starting late? What's going on? And there's like personalities, Red Band, D. Mandis, uh, Michael Gonzalez, everybody. They're walking through. There's a bar off to my left on the balcony. I'm at table 66 all the way on the right and uh, all the way in the back. So I order a few drinks. I'm feeling good. There's other people that joined the table. There was two other people that joined the table, male and female. They happened to be on their honeymoon, and I forget their names, but they were good to meet. And a little bit of conversation, then there was one other person. So the show gets going, and I'm like, this is cool, but I'm just watching the TV off to my right, okay? And I'm just looking, and I'm like, I need more of this experience. I need I need to see the real deal. I don't want to be just looking off at a screen, right? So I'm like, I'm going to walk or I'm going to either go to the bathroom. I didn't even have to. I didn't even go to the bathroom. But I'm like, I'm going to scope the place out. I'm going to 
go downstairs. I'm going to see where the bathroom is. Maybe go to the bathroom. I'm going to go to the bar downstairs, even though I'm upstairs, because I just want to walk around and go to the downstairs level. That's where you can see all the action. And you walk through. And then, so I go to the downstairs bar. And I'm like, fuck this shit, man. I don't want to just be looking at a TV the whole time at table 66. So I walk around and I take, I could have taken the stairs just like off to the right because I was off on the right side of that stage left at the balcony. And I could have easily made my way downstairs. And actually, that's what I did initially. So I walked downstairs. I took the easy route. Right there's a, and then I get down to the lower level. There's the DJ booth, if you will, the controller of sound and lighting and whatnot. And then I have to go all the way to stage right, from stage left to stage right, lower level. And I go to the bar, the Horseshoe Bar, and I order a drink. And I'm like, I'm gonna try and I tried to stay. Actually, this is another thing. I tried to hang out just at the DJ booth because it was so clear. There was so much space. But there was a bouncer that was there, and he also does part of the comedy. Uh, he's been on there several times and put his name in the bucket. But he is the door guy, a big guy. He's a good guy, and I just wanted to make sure. So I get to the DJ booth as I'm walking to the bar on the lower level, and I'm like, hey, can I hang out over here just for like a minute? He's like, nope, you got to keep on walking. So I respect that. So then I walk down to the bar. I order a drink at the bar and I'm just like, I'm just like making it last. I am in no hurry. I want to hang out and see the thing live, even if I'm off stage right. So I order a drink and then I start looking around and I was like, are there any tables? I'm like a little looking around. Are there any tables where I can hang out and just for the remainder of the show and just like weasel my way into another seat? And you know what? That's exactly what the fuck I did. I found myself from upper balcony, table 66, number three, four seat, all the way obstructed view to table one. Lower level, right on the side of the horseshoe bar. I'm looking off to my right. I see all the comedians. I see the stage. I see everything. And it wasn't even halfway through the show. So I was able to upgrade myself from table 66 and taking a chance just walking around like I want to see a better show. And it was awesome. The energy. The uh, it's a way different than watching it on YouTube, way different, and it was very fun. It was very fun. You see, I, I, I saw a few new comedians, repeat comedians, um, and then so that was the whole show. And I forget what number the episode was, but it was one of those Mondays. So after the show was pretty cool, too. Because it's like, ah, we're going to have an after party. And I'm like, whoo, good thing I set my Uber a little later because I want to hang out with the after party. What's going on? 
There's going to be a live band. They were playing some psychedelic fucking beats here and there. But then upstairs was a smoking section. They had a balcony that over overlooks 6th Street, Austin, Texas. Now, I got to tell you about Austin, Texas a little bit here more. Uh, Austin, Texas is fine. Okay. There's a lot of electrical scooters laying around. It's like people ghost rid these things. They're like, oh, but time's up. Boom. Ghost rid them. They're, they're, they're falling on the side of the sidewalk. It doesn't matter where they land. They're like, they don't give a shit. There's a bunch of scooters laying around all over the place. The place was like, I appreciate murals and like building side art, you know, murals on the side of buildings and whatnot. But like they're, it was more of like a graffiti esque. <laughs> like things were ta- tagged up, buildings were tagged up. D- visited a mod pizza. This thing had flies on the inside. You walk in, the floor's all dirty. The fucking, even the door was like fingerprints, just fucking tons of fingerprints. This, this thing probably hasn't been washed in fucking months. Okay, and then I walk into a Walgreens and like the same thing. Doors barely work. The fucking ground is all dirty right when you walk in. The fucking cooler doors are crooked, not even completely closed. Like fucking, I don't know. It wasn't my cup of tea. I hear that Austin, Texas is a beautiful place. Not so much in my eyes. I don't think so. I didn't think so. Would I visit there again? Sure. Would I give it another shot? Maybe. It's like northern, like Schlugerville. You go to Schlugerville, that was pretty sweet. But I like the suburban lifestyle. I don't like, I like too much. I don't know. I'm not going to get into it. But that was my experience. The Kiltoni experience, there's so much more, and there's a completely different way that I wanted to express my trip to... Texas. I'm going to leave Dallas for another time. I just wanted to get some audio time down because I've been working my fucking ass off and I've been trying to do what I had to do. Just today I washed dishes, did a load of wash. I fucking cleaned up the leaves in the yard. I fucking cleaned the gutters. I took a blower and blew all the leaves out of the gutters. I was fucking dancing on the rooftops like, yeah, fuck this is what I do on the weekends. A fucking weekend warrior. Not only working, but working when you're not working. It sucks. I just wanna I just wanna chill and smoke a few joints or something, you know? I don't know. We'll see. Anyways, hope you enjoyed my kill Tony experience. The way the best way that I could find to explain it at this time. Uh, episode 51. Thank you very much. You guys take care. I hope you have a great week. I will be back as soon as I can because I am working my ass off. I'm working, I'm rapping buses, rapping vans, and I'm a rapping man and a rapping Dan. Peace. (laughs) Have a good one.